0: Yeah. Listen, I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. <laughs> I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Right
1: back hey everyone, welcome back to the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host Shaden Smith, and I'm here with your co-host Colton Davidson. And tonight we're gonna kind of be going over some the power rankings. We're just gonna kind of yeah, ESPN released their power rankings. Kind of talk about if we agree or disagree or mm-hmm. what you know we kind of think is going on. But um, and then we're gonna give some thunder or we'll give the thunder. We'll give the th- uh, well, there's some thunder. Before. There's
0: some thunder updates definitely that we need to talk about this this week. Yeah,
1: for sure. That a we lot need to talk them. about. But first, mm-hmm. we're gonna open up this uh, this podcast with a good trivia question like oh, we did Lord. last week. So all right. I found this really interesting. I read this the other day okay. on some... I don't remember where I read this. Lay that bad boy on me. Okay. What NBA no, player... What NBA player eats a Rice Krispie Treat right before tip-off every game? So this is a current player? Current player. I'll give you four choices.
0: Wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Can you break it down, which... Can we, like, like Eastern Conference, Western Conference?
1: Like no, I'm going to uh, give you four okay, players. Okay, four you're to play. guess. Right, All right. Four players, players I'm going to guess. All right. We got Devin Booker. Okay. Clay Thompson, okay, Michael Beasley, All right. or JJ Redick. Which of those players eats a Rice Krispie treat before every game? I'm gonna say Devin Booker. Devin Booker, you are wrong. Ah, it's JJ Redick. JJ Redick. JJ Redick. Ah. That's gonna be my second. Goal. That was
0: gonna be my second guess.
1: I would have never seen that from him because he's <laughs> he's such a like skinny dude. He's, well, Rice Krispie squares not like fat hey, super fat hey, man for an NBA player. Yeah, well. and. Well, not really. But still, I think <laughs> it's great that J.J. Reddick eats a well, Rice Krispie Treat and okay. Because it says, because he always, I read the article and it said he's a foodie and he loves just, you know, junk food and mm-hmm. stuff. And so that's his like ritual, his pregame so, ritual is to eat a Rice Krispie okay, Treat. Okay, I, I but eat. I really have a
0: big question here and I doubt that you know this. Is he like getting a pan or is it like the prepackaged Rice Krispie Squares that you can get from Walmart?
1: I don't know. In the article, it just said Rice treat treats. How am I supposed to know that? I don't know. Well, you clearly knew that much of it. Anyway. I read, I read like one <laughs> sentence and it was like, that's funny. I'm going to put this on our podcast. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, after that's what it was our nightly uh, trivia uh, question for weekly you Colton, weekly trivia question. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, all right. Let's move into some, uh, some Thunder some updates. Thunder
0: updates. All right. So, well, Thunder had their media day this last Friday, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they had their white versus blue scrimmage. The media day, I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot to talk about, except for Mitch McGarry. He was recently announced that he is going to be suspended an extra four games. Is that right? Yeah. So a total – Failed a drug test. Failed another drug test. In college, he failed a drug test. That was why he was in the NBA draft, was because he missed a season. Um, Failed a marijuana test. Claimed to put a ball back. His rookie year, he had a lot of really great moments – you know and then since then he had the he's had he's just never gotten back into shape or he's been hurt and then now the drug test no, no, failing the drug test he's suspended 10 games I don't I don't see him sticking around the thunder for real.
1: Yeah, that really stinks cuz I really like Mitch McGarry. I do. not I really like Mitch McGarry, too. When he played in, oh man, when he got to play that like what 2 seasons ago, yeah, when two he seasons. played a lot whenever Kevin Durant was out yeah. for the Thunder, he was he was pretty good. Offensively very very impressive. He, very, very he was based. like double-double a night whenever he played. Mm-hmm. So he was really he was a really fun player to watch. He was very fun and he he
0: just he, he just looks like a fun guy. He just looks really nice and like he's like a guy that you want to be around. He's fun to follow on Twitter. He, he interacts with fans a lot on Twitter. Oh, yeah. He seems like a really cool guy. He just can't, you know, get off of that weed. Yeah. Oh, well. So, I he's probably going to get traded or he's going to spend the whole season with the Thunder D League. Thunder D League affiliate, which is the blue, right?
1: At this point, I kind of hope we keep him because he'd be, like, in a few years, if he can keep his uh, his play up and stop doing drugs, Yeah, he could be a really good player. He could really be it, a really good asset for the Thunder. So, well, I mean the, it, but the thing is, is that that's a really big strength for the Thunder right now,
0: is that is the big man. So, where is it, who's gonna who you're gonna play and, set, and who are you gonna replace? Who whose minutes you're gonna take away to place Mr. Gear? You're gonna take away Stephen Adams, Enos Canner, You're gonna take away Sabonis, Ilyasova. Who's, well, Ilyasova. Well, I mean, Sabonis is probably a better, more athletic
1: Mr. Gear be honest. Probably. But I'm saying Mitch McGarry still has a lot of room to grow. And if yeah. he could not stop being so stupid yeah. with his life choices, he could be a really good player. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's it, I'm interested to see what the Thunder does with him. I can't see, I, well, I can see a lot of pe- teams trying to uh, pick him up. So yeah. maybe we can get a good deal out of it, but
0: who knows. Uh, another big thing was in the white versus blue game, it's their annual, they kind of enter, like inter-squad scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch McGarry didn't play at all. Hardly at all? Well, yeah. no, he played a couple minutes. No, yeah, did he not play at all? I don't, I don't think so. He, but if he did play, it was like garbage time, last minute of the game. Yeah. Did
1: you see that Kevin Durant didn't play?
0: Too soon. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, Cameron Payne, they they thought he rolled his ankle, and they came out that he broke, he had another fracture in his foot on the same bone that had the Jones fracture. They had surgery on over the summer. Yeah. Out who knows I mean we saw with Kevin Durant two years ago nobody knows how that jones fracture is going to heal I mean some people thought it was going to be six months some people thought it would be a full year and it was a full year before he came back uh, so but who knows? he came Look- back
1: stronger than ever so he you did. never know what's going to happen
0: well yeah he It'll did come be- back he did come back really well last year bounced back uh, J- uh, Cameron Payne was looking to you know he had that really great what was it January February stretch
1: Cameron Payne mm-hmm. yeah he, he had a great, had a great
0: stretch. stretch, and then he kind of fell off and then got thrown into the fire in the playoffs and <laughs> didn't do so hot. But, you know, I was looking at it for a big growing year. Pulled right a now.
1: James Harden in the playoffs? Yeah, I pulled
0: a, a hardcore James Harden or a Steph Curry. If you know or I mean. a Steph. Oh! <laughs> we're taking shots uh, right now. Anyway. Take that, Kevin Durant. Yeah, so
1: Cameron Payne
0: out and dev- who knows how long. So who do you see it being a replacement for him? Uh, the Thunder recently signed Ronnie Price. I think Rodney Price then, could be a really good player. What about Samajah Christian? We've been hearing a lot about him in the D League.
1: Yeah, I don't I know. It's the it, it'd be interesting to see him, like, see if his game can translate to the actual NBA yeah. rather than the D League. So, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see. I'm, I'm eager to see what happens this, uh, this season. But, um, I think, I think losing Cameron Payne was still a big blow. I think it I, is a big blow. Cameron Payne, Cameron Payne, not great. Like he wasn't. He's not going to be like you know, like, all star. Yeah. But he had potential to be a really good point guard in the NBA. Yeah, really he, got, back he, he up still – I mean, his, his
0: career's not over. No, no, his career's <laughs> not over. He's a but young little guy. He's a very young – I think he's still got a good chance to I – ho- I hope he still gets the second round of the team. I think he will. They put, they've
1: put too much, they I, th- too much I think on him. they'll <laughs> stick around I mean Without him Russell doesn't have Anyone to dance with Before yeah, games Yeah exactly That's what I was going to say Is I think where
0: they're Going to miss him Is you know on the bench yeah. uh, Hanging out with him yeah. so Speaking of
1: Russell And him with like team chemistry And stuff I love the team chemistry That Victor Oladipo And Russell have yeah. right now Like singing together They're like friends yeah, they- Victor came said that He'll call Russell at night And Russell will like talk him to sleep <laughs> it I is so him. weird but awesome I love that <laughs> like because cause Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook never really had that that relation I mean they always said you know we're, we're good always friends said air quotes exactly but you know. no one ever. they never really translated that on the court or like it, as a real true friendship right so I, I really hope that Oladipo and everyone everything works out for them but yeah. anyways well is that all the Thunder stuff that was, that was all the Thunder news right. I had here well, th- before we go into the power rankings okay. and everyone, all the teams, um, kind of wanted to get real here for a second. Get real. Let's talk here. about uh, Let's talk about what got us into the NBA. Into like, the NBA. Why are we doing this NBA podcast? Because the only reason we would be doing this because we love the NBA. I do love the NBA. And I love the NBA as well. Mm-hmm. So, Colton, what got you into the what NBA? What
0: got me into the NBA? So, um, let's see here. It was my... What year? Oh, so 2012 was whenever they went. Was when the Thunder were playing the Spurs in the Western Conference Finals, and they went to the finals. Yes. 2012. So I was a sophomore in high school, and my I I never watched NBA basketball. I was solid college football, NFL. That was it. I loved 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 football, and my friends from high school were gonna go watch the NBA playoffs at Buffalo Wild Wings. And it was kind of like a deal where we were all just getting our driver's licenses. So it was kind of like, we're going to go watch this game at Buffalo Wild Wings. Our moms were scared that we were going to go drinking. We're like 16. (laughs) We're we're at Buffalo Wild Wings. They're scared. Like, this is a, my mom was like, this is a bar, Colton. Be careful, Colton. It's like, what's going to happen? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And I was just going to hang out with my friends. You know, we just got our licenses. We're gonna driving downtown, going to Buffalo Wild Wings, hang out with my friends. And we were watching this game, and it was so much fun. Like, I, I still, that was one of my, that's one of my favorite sporting experiences, is being in Buffalo Wild Wings, watching the Thunder play the Spurs. It was the third game whenever they came back. Okay. I had no context. Yeah. I could have not, I couldn't have named any more than maybe Kevin Durant being on the team. <laughs> like, I did not know anything about Thunder basketball. And I came away thinking that uh, Tavo Cephalosha, was the greatest player on the planet because he had that amazing game. You know, he had, like, six steals. He hit some threes. He was all over the place. You know, that was a really fun game to watch. You know, Buffalo Wild Wings was going crazy. Dudes that didn't know each other were high-fiving each other, you know. And then, uh, you know, the game was over. I was
1: like, I have to keep watching. (laughs) This is amazing. Dude, that's how I Every time I watch a Thunder game, any player makes a three, I go to someone who I don't even know and I'm just like hugging them and it's being like, That was a three it's and like, we're I down by like twenty.
0: Yeah, we're down you're down by twenty and you know we're losing and you're just like, I need a hug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm, but, it's, but I'm also excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, for clarification, uh at our house, cause Shaden gets really emotional after Thunder Games. So I bought him his own little tissue box to use it for to wipe off his tears whenever we watch Thunder games and they lose. Which is gonna happen a lot. This yeah, year. which is it's gonna happen a lot more frequently than what we're
1: used to this year. Yeah, so but I'm gonna that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I remember that that uh, Spurs-Thunder game because I was at a wedding. Oh. And I was, I was sitting there checking, the, checking my phone the whole time, <laughs> like freaking out. And then because that, that was the game that Serge Ibaka was like 12 for 12 or something. He had a perfect game. Yeah. In, like from the field. I don't remember that and much. <laughs> I was just, I was on fire. Like I was a, a, a groomsman. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like in the front of all these people at a wedding just kind of like pumping my fist like, oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Like let's go. <laughs> so I'm like getting really pumped up with that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, for me, what got me into the NBA, I've always been a really, like, I've always been a moderately good NBA fan. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever, a moderately, moderately good NBA, a moderately fan. good NBA <laughs> fan. Whenever I was younger, I liked the NBA, but I, I wasn't like a huge fan. I just had like some players that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. When I was little, I was a huge Detroit Pistons fan. Okay. I, it, weird, but I was. I loved <laughs> Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups was my guy. Like, when the, when, uh, Detroit won a title in the early 2000s I was like th- that was awesome to me because for some I don't know why but Chauncey Billups was like my hero yeah. and so all this stuff happening it wasn't until the 2011 like honestly not that many years ago it wasn't until the 2011 championship that I really got into the NBA with yeah. the Mavericks and the Heat because I've always been a really big Dirk Nowitzki fan Yeah. and uh, whenever they got into those finals that was the first like finals I had actually watched Yeah. And I remember Dirk couldn't miss. Like, he was a a god. Yeah. And I thought it was the most incredible thing ever. And then I remember this so, so well. I'm like, little me, I was kind of chubby back, like, a few years ago. And little chubby me, um, Jason Kidd comes up with a ball and hits this, like, fader three in some guy's face. Yeah. And I started, like, probably the reason I got skinny is I went outside and (laughs) ran around my house, like, five times. I was so pumped. I had never loved... anything more than that moment right then yeah and so ever since then I really got into the NBA and I mean m- I liked it a lot more once the th- whenever the Thunder came I was a really big fan but it wasn't until that finals that I really started loving it and I really was like investing myself in the Thunder and everything else that was going on in the NBA yeah. so that's how that's how I got into the NBA and I'm s- still love it today still a Dirk Nowitzki fan
0: yeah Dirk is pretty fun Dirk is awesome. Thunder.
1: I, I'm still Thunder number one. Gotta say, but I'm a really close you know, Mavericks, Mavericks fan. fan. Mavericks is my favorite. Also, now they got Seth Curry and Seth they're Curry. the oh, yeah. Harrison Barnes yes. and Andrew Bogut. They're the bootleg Warriors. The bootleg. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like
0: the. I never. I haven't
1: heard that term. That's awesome. I heard that on something. I don't remember what it was, but they were calling them bootleg Warriors because they have all these. They just took all the 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 Warrior scraps and just took it from them, and then they signed Steph's brother. <laughs> And it's just like, oh my gosh! They're just gonna, they're gonna,
0: they're the, the Mavericks are just gonna like gather up some of Steph Curry's like sweat and like pour it over Seth every night. That is absolutely like, disgusting. No, it'll, it'll like ingrain the three point shooting. on Seth Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope that is exactly what happens. Oh, it's it's gonna happen. It's it's exactly. Speaking of the Mavericks, I wonder right. where, uh, where they went in Power Rankings. All right, so yeah, the ESPN Power Rankings came out this this uh, last week. Last Friday-ish or something, and yeah. uh, they had some pretty interesting things to say.
1: Some very interesting things. To they say. made some I, statements. We're we're going to kind of go through uh, every team on the power rankings, go through uh, number one through thirty, and just kind of talk about if we agree right. or, hey, or wait, disagree. Wait, here's
0: what we should do: one sentence each about them.
1: One <laughs> sentence each. <And> this, <laughs> is gonna be, this is going to be this going to be challenging. I don't even, but I, I, don't like even it. I don't even know if I could do this. All right, all right. One sentence each. All right. Cavaliers number one. Overrated. Yes. <laughs> I Overrated. Look, really?
0: Look, okay, so wait, wait, do you agree with them being number one?
1: I, d- I 100% agree with them being I number don't. one. I
0: don't, because I think I think that, they, yeah, they won the championship last year. Yes. I think they can do it again. They lost Mazgoff. They lost Della Dodova. Della a huge loss. Della Dova is a much bigger loss than huge what they have. I mean, loss. he was what kind of kept them, uh, LeBron James' amazingness. And then Matthew Dellavedova coming out of nowhere and giving it literally everything he had was what kept them in the finals of that two years ago. Yeah. Um, that dude's scrappy on defense and all that. I think that they're. I think they lost a lot. And then also, we, we, I it's more about number two than it is anything. But I, I, I think that they could repeat this year because I don't think they have as much pressure on them as what Golden State does. Mm-hmm. I think Golden State has almost more pressure this year to win a title but you want okay, go you go ahead and give yeah, me Here's your what I'm saying. I think
1: they are number 1 at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. for right now because they're fired up. They just want a championship. They want another one. LeBron does not want last year to be his final championship. Okay. St- uh Kyrie Irving got that taste of the glorious championship. It's brand. like whenever you eat lucky charms the first time. And now exactly. <laughs> exactly. And now he is he's ready and he they yeah. want to play and they're ready to come back again and they already have the chemistry. Mm-hmm. Their chemistry is great and everything. The reason why I don't say the Warriors are number one is just because the Warriors have, they lost five of their main ten players last year. And so, the Warriors, I mean, they added Kevin Durant, which, yeah, Kevin Durant's great, but they don't have that chemistry yet. And I think they'll have slight struggles near the beginning of the season. Right. Not much. I mean, they still are going to be an incredible team, but they are going to have their struggles, and that's why I think Cavaliers will be number one over them for the first, you know, few weeks. Okay. It makes so sense. It does make sense, and that's why number 2 we have the Warriors, another which I think is, you know, appropriate. Another good point about the Cavaliers
0: is that uh, Kevin Love has never fit in there. He's never been oh, I strongly disagree. Look, he's he's turned he has he's not the same player he wasn't in Okay, yeah, he's not the same player he was. He's just a jump shooter now,
1: which is not a bad thing. Okay, here's the thing. He's not the same player he was, but he's still A a way better defender than a lot of people give him credit for. He's still a great rebounder. And he gives, at the four position, he stretches out the court, giving LeBron and Kyrie things to do. Like, he helps out the game a lot more than what they think. And he's also a knockdown three-point shooter. He averaged, like, what, like 17, 16, 18 points a game last year. Played, like, he averaged good points, Mm -hmm. good rebounds. Like, he's, I I personally think that he's an all-star still. Okay. Uh, he, he's not what he was in Minnesota but he's still great and I think he he fits in well with LeBron James I think Le- I think he's definitely not as good as he was but I think LeBron with LeBron James he's thrived with the Cavaliers game and if he's not with the Cavaliers the Cavaliers are so much worse like I really do think that because hey, whenever have you noticed whenever the Cavaliers go to Kevin Love um, on the offensive end like they make him their first priority Kevin their team is so much better. listen okay. Two years ago, I have,
0: okay, people say that about Kevin Love. Two years ago, they made it all the way to the finals without him, and they played amazing defense with Trista Thompson. And if, maybe if Kyrie had been able to play in those finals two years ago, I think maybe we'd be talking about Golden State trying to get a, trying to finally get a title. And that's, I mean, maybe,
1: but, but here's the thing. They played great defense, but they – even – I mean, I know they didn't and have Justin, Kyrie Irving, but they their offense was horrible. Well, yeah, they but didn't if they have had Kyrie their, Irving, they could have, they could have done yeah, something. Yeah, but even Kyrie Irving, like, he can't do it all on his own. I think they still – with Kyrie Irving, they still would lost. I think Kevin Love that year would yeah. have been a bigger change for them than Kyrie Irving. Because uh, do you remember that season? Um, what was it? He, he like, dislocated shoulder yeah. in a series Kelly, with Kelly the Celtics. Kelly Olinic, the yeah. He uh, I remember ripped off a, his There's shoulder.
0: a tweet of like Kevin, Kelly Olenek like <laughs> hanging his shoulder on this <laughs> <on his> fireplace.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs>
0: Which I love. That anyway. series,
1: Kevin Love averaged like over 20 points a game was killing it. Okay. Kevin Love was ridiculous. I did not scene. remember that. And his inside scoring is still fantastic. It's okay. just well, we, we
0: need to move on from. We need yeah, to move we need on. 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 We sorry. I, I got on. on this little Kevin yeah, Love. Well, we were rage. we were fighting
1: here on this. One. I'm a huge Kevin Love fan, by the way, in okay. case anyone knows. But
0: I do like Kevin Love. I just don't think that he's been able to shine as well there. But I mean, he's doing what he wants to do. He wants to win. Championship. And if he's taking yeah. a little bit of a role there, that's fine. I Always so used to State. love
1: him because I was always told not to shoot threes because I was more of a big guy. Yeah. And Kevin Love was always told that. Like I read this article about him, and he was said he was always told just give up on the three point game. Yeah. But he never did, and he now the three point game is like his main source of exactly. points yeah. So that's why I like him. But anyways, right. Golden State, Golden State number two. Yeah, let's move on. Three Spurs.
0: Oh, yeah, I thought we were going to talk about Golden State. Who
1: yes. wants to talk about Golden State? Who, go. about Golden State? Okay. Who cares? All right, yeah, okay. Three you got, you, Spurs. Got, you got Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Steph Curry is uh, – They have a lot of pressure this year. Arguably – I read an article that uh, on a Bleacher Report that argued that Steph Curry is going to be better than he was last year because of Kevin Durant, mm, which is interesting. They maybe. say his points will go down a little bit, but his assists are going to skyrocket. Yeah,
0: it's true. So it's going to
1: be one. interesting. I'm excited to see. But uh, for time's sake, we're just going to kind of move on because Warriors number two. That's All right. good. So San Antonio,
0: do you agree with San Antonio being number three?
1: For sure, hundred percent. Okay. I, I
0: think I do too. They're going to have to recover from losing Tim Duncan, who probably is the biggest loss of any team this offseason. W- Would you say that? Well, well, Tim Duncan was
1: old. He didn't do
0: anything. <laughs> well, last no, no, no. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen. It's his presence, though. It's his presence. He's been with the Spurs since nineteen ninety
1: eight. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely taking its toll on Pop. Yeah, Pop Popovich is,
0: having Pop on a Pop difficult is time like the guy that got dumped right before prom night <laughs> <laughs> by the hottest girl <laughs> in school.
1: <laughs> I feel like Greg Popovich and Tim Duncan just call each other every night and just talk on the phone for like an hour. Probably. Just to, just like, hey, what you doing? Um, just just basketball stuff. Yeah, you know, stuff <laughs> just, like that. You know,
0: stuff. But, yeah, I think that they do have to recover from Tim Duncan because, I mean, listen, uh, Mona Ginobili, Tony Parker, Tim uh, – or, excuse me, uh, the coach, Greg Popovich, and – Kawhi Leonard, they've only played with Tim Duncan, and Tim Duncan's been that guy that they can always look to. It's going to be huge. I think it's really going to be huge for them to lead.
1: I think it's going to be uh, really big for Popovich, definitely. He's going to be like... Cause but I still, I still think I do
0: agree that they're the third best.
1: Tim Duncan player. has been Greg Popovich's guy for so many years. I yeah. think that's going to take his toll. I think Tony Parker's going to be fine. Tony Parker, he's still going to be Tony Parker. He's He's in his in the years, mm-hmm. him and Montez like they're yeah. they're probably don't have many years left, so they're just they're just playing. Kawhi Leonard, one of the MVP um, in the MVP running, yeah, great player. And then LaMarcus Aldridge, LaMarcus I think Aldridge, those, those right, two they have to focus. The on The big them. thing is why I don't think they're going to miss Tim Duncan that much is because they signed um, uh, Paul Gasol in the offseason. Oh, I completely Powell, forgot Powell about playing that. at center. Pal gives him good shooting. pals arguably the best passing big man in the game. Yeah. So that's going to be like, they're going to be a fun team to watch.
0: They're going to be good. I think It's going to be interesting to see them because when they played the Thunder, their age really showed. Mm -hmm. Really showed. But But now they're
1: they're fairly young. They're younger-ish. They're they're younger-ish.
0: Taking Tim Duncan took like 10 years off of their average
1: age. I think it's going to be interesting to see them because I think this is going to be the first... I believe this is going to be the first year in a long time that we're going to more see the Spurs focus more on offense Mm -hmm. than defense, which is weird because ever since Tim Duncan, like Spurs, have been defense, defense, defense. Which I think now with with uh, Powell and uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, you know, I think they're gonna really show and I think I think uh, Kawhi Leonard's offensive game is gonna explode this year. Yeah. And so it's gonna be really interesting to see that happen. All right, so number four Clippers, do you agree with that? Clippers, or? I agree with that they're four. Clipper, uh, Paul Pierce came out and said that he believes that the Clippers are a super team. Mm. Everyone's saying their team well, is a super team now because they're not they're not a super team. My team's great. They're they're I think honestly looking at who they have in their stats they they they're a super team i really do say that like you have Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan and Chris Paul and yeah, JJ Reddick and just uh, Jamal Crawford six man of the year you just true. have so much like ability and talent i think they could be a uh, a super team but the thing is, is the clippers always have that they have like the uh they, they have the playoff curse yes they get into the playoffs and then just just hell happens yeah all all hell breaks loose so, I don't know. The Clippers are interesting, but, uh, well, I, I do agree that they're at the fourth. I think they're s- the fourth best team in the NBA, right, so but they're going to oh, have I'm their sorry. issues. I don't want to cut you off. You
0: no, doing? you're good. You cut me off. Right, so I'm going to say five and six with Toronto and Boston. Should I think be switched? They, I think they should be switched. I
1: 100% agree. I was thinking that.
0: Toronto is so overrated, it hurts. Because they everybody <laughs> says, this is the year they're going to turn around. This is the year guy to turn around. They get in the playoffs, and They suck. They suck. Yeah. So uh, Kyle Lowry just disappears. DeMar DeRozan's not a very efficient player. Every stat I've I've read a lot, of, I remember reading a lot of stats about, about overrated free agents. Statistically, DeMar DeRozan is really inefficient player. He's high volume, doesn't make doesn't convert a lot of points, doesn't have much of a jump shot. He's really. a very inefficient player. But In- he does score. So I'm going to say Boston. I mean, I've already talked about I've touted them before. I thought Brad Stevens might win Coach of the Year this year. They puts it all together. They got Al Horford. I think they're really going to make a
1: leap. Boston's going to be great. Like, Boston has so many good, um, good, like, parts to their core. Boston's going to be a really good team. So that's why here's the thing. I'm saying Boston at number 5, but I'm putting Toronto at number 7 and I'm moving the Pacers to 6. The I'm Pacers, just saying that. Pacers are at 11. Pacers are at 11. Pacers are at 11, but I'm that, putting them at 6. Pacers have Paul George, which everyone knows that I believe Paul George will win MVP this year. Yeah. And then You've been touting it. And then they have Jeff Teague who's going to really and Monte Ellis great offense and they ha- signed Al Jefferson and they still have all this core of young guys and they signed um uh, Thaddeus snap. Young. Thaddeus Young. They signed Thaddeus Young. That's going to be huge They did lose
0: their coach, though, Frank Vogel. They're, they're, they Frank Vogel out. was awesome,
1: but I think um, – who get, is their new coach? Uh, Nate McMillan. You talked about Nate McMillan, him. yeah. Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan is a powerhouse coach, and I think he's really – they're really going to thrive, and that's why I put Indiana at six. Okay, so now after six, where are you, where are you going? So further? we'll go from we'll, – we'll just go to the next um, Utah Jazz. They have – I the, think seven is pretty – ESPN be, has Utah Jazz at seven.
0: Um, what do you think about that? Which,
1: I mean, of course, mine's kind of screwed up now because I put Indiana up there, so my my Utah would be at 8. But I I would put um, – I mean, that's crazy. Like, thinking about that, there Utah Jazz at 7, that sounds crazy. They're jumping from last year's
0: final rank of 15 to number 7. I think that is a little bit of a jump <laughs> to ask. But you got to think about their lo- the Thunders dropping down. They're going to lose some competition there. Uh, Memphis is dropping down. Memphis is not. I don't think Memphis is going to be as good as what they were two years ago. They mm-hmm. lost. So I think maybe that is a pretty good spot for them at number eight.
1: Utah Jazz are going to be very interesting to see. Uh, I definitely don't I have them. I, I did I don't pick, have them at seven. I picked them to do pretty well in the West. We'll, we'll see what happens, but that's going to be – I really hope they do well because Gordon H- Hayward, I want him to – Gordon Hayward. If he was around a good team, he could be such a good player. Well, yeah. G-
0: Gordon Hayward is the only person that can have as good of hair as Nick Collison. Exactly. Exactly. No, he used to have horrible hair. Really? Yeah, Gordon Hayward. His well, i will have, have league, to look up a. I'll have to look up a picture. His hair. hair was terrible. Mm-hmm. But I, I his still hair game put, as long as
1: his basketball game have both steps. Exactly. Down. I still would put the Trailblazers and Atlanta Hawks above the Jazz. Okay. Because Atlanta's always a great team. So I, as mine. What I would put is it goes. Um, I'm just gonna say I would say that Atlanta Hawks, who is 12, would go over Utah Jazz, who is seven. Yeah, I think I do. Kind of agree. Because with Atlanta that. Is, Atlanta is always gonna be a great team. They are always gonna be very defensive they focused, especially great, now with Dwight too, Howard. Yeah. They have a great coach. Dwight Howard is gonna come in there and uh, probably not contribute a whole lot on the. Offensive end. I think the loss of uh, Al Horford will be a little not as good with mm-hmm. the offensive end, but I think he's going to be better on the defensive end and he's going to give them that little powerhouse center that they're not used to. And they still have Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap is Paul Millsap an incredible is player. Really I think he's one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Okay. I think he is a, uh, an incredible player who can do great things. I think Dennis Schroeder is going to, you know, shrewd all over people. Shre- Ooh, he's gonna, can we say that he's gonna kill it? <laughs> he's, I'm saying, I'm telling you, Dennis Schroeder is gonna have a good year. It's gonna be really interesting. Um, uh, who is it? Kyle Korver, You know, he's gonna Korver things. Yeah, he's so gonna hit threes. I'm sometimes. still saying it. Hawks are above that, and I'm gonna put the Trailblazers above that too, just because I believe in in Lillard time, mm. and I believe in C.J. McCollum, and I think they're both gonna thrive. And, so you're and putting. Do well. So where are you gonna put Memphis? Memphis, at, like, you have them at what? Twelve? Memphis, uh, Memphis, I probably put at twelve. Yeah. So Memphis is going to go way down, but Are you, so that it's getting kind of confusing changing yeah, yeah. people I've lost it already, and we're like 12
0: people, 12 teams in. I have no idea where yeah, I'm Yeah, all right. From this game.
1: point on, we're just going to say I agree, disagree, until a
0: lot. There you go. All right, so team we haven't talked about is our Oklahoma City Thunder. And they were 10th. Yeah, they ESPN has them 10th as opposed to last year they were 6th. They haven't won in 55 games. Or no, excuse me. That's their 2015-2016 record. Um. They, well, they do think that they're, they, ESPN predicts them to win fifty games even without Kevin Durant. I think that's probably a pretty good, a, a, an optimistic range. They just lost, Cameron Payne, who is going to be kind of like their 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 backup point guard. It's going to be interesting to see what they can do there. How many games does ESPN predict them to win? ESPN says make a run
1: at fifty wins even without Kevin Durant. Wow. I don't know if I can agree with that you don't, you don't well agree. here's the thing I think the Thunders a great team, but uh even their their blue and white scrimmage they really struggled with shooting. their really? shooting was terrible, mm. not terrible, but it was it was not as good as it could have been and it's um I don't know I just uh, Russell's a great player. he's gonna come out and do some incredible things be Russell, yeah, he's gonna try for that MVP not gonna get it probably but he's gonna try and it's gonna be really interesting to see but I just don't think we have the offensive talent like we used to to get us that good so that's why I don't Russell Westbrook's a great player I love Russell Westbrook I love Victor Oladipo I love the Thunder I'm a Thunder fan but 10th I just don't I just don't put him at 10th I don't know that's good that's interesting I'd put them I'd put them lower than that but who knows all right, let's move on to the next one. All right, we got Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons, who were
0: thirteenth. Thirteenth, they went down to twelve. Um, they went. They were down from twelve. Let's see. Um, I think there could be pretty good.
1: But Detroit Pistons were twelfth last year. They that's
0: had what, them ranked. That's what yeah, it's th- it's pretty, this Our rankings are so stupid. <laughs> Do you want to stop talking about it now? Yeah, you, you want to go back to Star Wars? No, no, we're not going back to Star Wars. So, uh, Detroit. I think they could be good. Reggie Jackson is a butthole, and I don't like him. Yeah, Andre Drummond Uh, is, of
1: course, a great player. Andre Drummond
0: is insanely good. He can't shoot free throws to save his life, Uh, but he's good. If he does the underhand, starts doing that, he's gonna start. He's (laughs) gonna be really good. Um, but let's keep keep rolling here. But anyways, I'm just gonna
1: say Detroit Pistons. I think they could be good. They just have a lot of work to do, and um, I think they should probably be a little bit lower than that. All right, Dallas is at 14. Dallas Mavericks, which is what they they should be. They should be. First. Yeah, no, Dow- <laughs> but I still think Dallas. who We kind of went through bootleg, bootleg Warriors. I bootleg think Dallas warriors. should be up a little bit. I think, um, I think they'll be a really good offensive team and surprise people with their defense. They got Bogut now and mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes, who are all both really good defenders. Yeah. So I, I think uh, it's going to be really interesting to see where they are at. And then they have uh, Wesley Matthews, who is still one of the best uh, perimeter defenders is, in the league. So really good, and he also can he drill can the three. So. Make it rain. Dude. I'm really excited to watch the Mavericks this year. I think they're going to be really fun to watch.
0: All right, Houston Rockets are at 17. Or excuse me, 15th. They're up from 17 from last year. This is actually
1: one that I 100 percent agree with.
0: Okay, I I think I kind of I think I agree with it too. Uh, going to Mike D'Antoni, yeah, because just
1: because we kind of, I kind of discussed this in later uh, podcast that we already did. But Mike D'Antoni, he's really running gun offense, mm-hmm. and I still think that James Harden is going to thrive with this offense and all the people that they got around him. So I think it's going to be really fun to watch the the Rockets this um, year. I I don't think they're going to be a great basketball team, but they are definitely going to be fun to watch. Yeah. And I think they're gonna, I think they're going to surprise some people. I think they're going to be better than they were last year. So it's going to be kind of cool. I'm excited to w- watch them play. So, All right, so
0: 16 Timberwolves. and Timberwolves. We've both touted them. ESPN seems to be falling in love with them and their rookie potential. They're
1: just oozing with potential. Yeah, 16, though. And mm. they're still young. They're not going to be that good. Up two spots from 18 last year. Like I said, mm. <laughs> power rankings are stupid. I still love Chris Dunn, though. We'll see what happens. All right.
0: Uh, Charlotte Hornets are at 17 from ten, from number 10 last year.
1: Okay, I had uh, Charlotte Hornets are at 17 and Bulls are at 18. I had switched those. I think Bulls are going to be over them just because I think the Rondo and uh, Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler uh, pairing. Yeah, the worst will be really good. Okay, okay, here's I a really r-
0: do. Here's a good question: Who's going to be the worst? Th- who's who's the worst three point shooting team at the end of the season? The Thunder or the or the Chicago Bulls? Dude,
1: that's really tough. That's a tough question. <laughs> that, <that's laughs> we'll pretty we'll tough. have an answer next time. All right. So Chicago, you switch in Chicago and Sh- Charlotte. Switch in Chicago just because I think Chicago is going to be a really good team. They have some good core players, and they they do have some good shooters. Dougie buckets. Dougie buckets. Doug McDermott. But uh, Doug McDermott, I think, will be be really good for them. And uh, uh, Dwayne Wade said that Rondo is the best point guard he's ever played for. He's ever played with. So, that's probably true. So he didn't play with a point guard and. Co- and so in
0: Miami, <laughs> yeah, LeBron James was a point. Well, guard.
1: he had Jason Williams, and Jason Williams was an incredible point guard. He was just old, mm-hmm. but uh, but w- I'm excited to see. Well, that was in, that was like way later in Miami. That, yeah. that was where he won a championship with Shaq. Uh-huh. But um, uh, I think the Bulls are going to be really good at the 17th spot. But I think Charlotte also will be a really good team. Yeah. I think they still have like their their little parts of their team that they need to figure out. But uh, Kimball Walker, I think, is still going to be. Very very good for them. So we'll see what happens. All right, nineteen is Wizards. Twenty is Miami Heat. Nineteen Wizards. Uh, Scott Scotty Brooks. We've kind of I've kind of talked about how I don't think Scotty Brooks is going to have the greatest of years with them. Um, here's what I'm going to say about the Wizards. Okay. Only thing I'm going to say about the Wizards is their uh, their season depends on um, on uh, Bradley Beal. If Bradley Beal is that- healthy, I think they're a pretty good team. If he isn't on the on the court at all. Yeah. I think they're really gonna have their struggles. All right, but New York Knicks at twenty one. We didn't go with the heat. Oh. So, okay, the heat The Heat at twenty, they're yeah. they're pretty fiery. They're smoking. <laughs> no, I lost think Dwayne Wade, lost Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch it was announced that Yeah, that stinks. I hate that. That makes me so sad. That Chris Bosch is, is pretty out. But um but I think the heat will still be decently well. Yeah. Alright, so twenty one is New York Knicks. New York Knicks twenty one um mm kind of feel like they should up from go 25, up 25 up from 25 i mean that is that is good i kind of feel like they should go up a little bit but i also respect that they are at the 21st spot just because w- there's so many questions with them like who knows yeah who knows what's going to happen with them like they're that one team that i'm just like question mark
0: you know <laughs> giant question mark all right i'll make a note here they're at the question mark stage with me, so I'm really question confused. mark all right milwaukee bucks 22 that's interesting that is really interesting, actually. Okay,
1: I had would have the Milwaukee Bucks up a lot, but mm-hmm. since they lost Chris, Chris Middleton, Middleton, I think that that's an appropriate thing for them. Because Chris Middleton was, s- like, their scorer. Like, maybe, who knows, maybe uh, Antetokounmpo, who yeah, I originally had... Ha- it scene. is a fun name <laughs> <scene>. I originally <laughs> had my most improved player, but I kind of am fighting that with Devin Booker right now. Oh, okay. Which we'll go over that in a little bit. But, um... Andrews I think if he can improve his scoring a little bit, it could be okay. But we'll see what happens. I think the Bucks will be really interesting to uh, figure out. All right, so Orlando Magic, what do you think? Orlando Magic, uh, Serge Bacca good luck.
0: <laughs> Twenty-four New Orleans Pelicans. I, we, I'm not high on them at all. I think that uh, their coach Al- Alvin Gentry gets fired midway through the season. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see the it. The only thing
1: I can say is I really hope, um, you know. God. Uh, What's his name? Can I let you figure it out? Ah, oh,
0: son of a biscuit. Um It's from Jamaica. <laughs> <from Germany. laughs> played for played for OU. Uh what's his name? People are please be screaming at your monitors and TVs trying listen to this. <laughs> uh Buddy Heel. There we go. <laughs> Buddy Heal. Oh All right. Lord.
1: Alright. I really hope Buddy Heal plays really well. Like I'm I'm really excited to see uh how he thrives in the NBA. See what happens with him. I hope he does good. And I, I'm I'm gonna say, uh, uh, Anthony Davis will have a a way better season than he did last season. So <laughs> we'll we'll see about them. I think the Pelicans could be a little bit higher than 23, 24, but
0: all right, 25. Sacramento Sacramento
1: Kings. Kings I would say up, but they lost Rondo, so they lost Rondo and
0: they're just a, a gigantic mess. Yeah, they're a mess. They're crazy. All right,
1: Denver uh, Nuggets. Does anyone really care? Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. Dev- First, I want to say something about the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, I love. I, I do kind of think that he might win. Mm-hmm. Um, most improved player. Okay. I think Devin Booker is going to be really good, and the Phoenix Suns are going to be kind of fun to watch this year. All right. Um, Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers. Ingram. Love Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to be interesting to see. Uh, they have a lot of good young guys, so we'll see what happens.
0: All right. The 76ers going to have the ESPN Love Fest with Ben
1: Simmons. They're going to follow him start to end. He'll wake up in the morning. ESPN will be right there. Here's what I'll say oh, about the Sixers. If Ben Simmons can like come out and play like what people think he can play mm-hmm. as, and then Joel Embiid comes into the league and he proves himself to be incredible, four years they, later, they <laughs> might be pretty good in the near future. Oh, yeah. Like you I think know. they could, you they know. could be very good. All right, and the funniest thing, the biggest joke of the NBA, mm-hmm. the Brooklyn Nets at number thirty. They are awful. <laughs> they're down two spots if anybody cared. <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> I, I do agree with this that the Brooklyn Nets will be the worst team. They just ruined themselves with a few years ago with those choices. But they are so bad. Brook Lopez, I would really like to see Brooke Lopez on a good team again and just yeah. see him thrive. So we'll it's not, it's see kind of what got happens him last that. couple years ago. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. But those are uh, those are the power rankings for this year. I hope you guys can kind of keep up and. Yeah. Agree with or disagree with? What let we us know on Twitter. About. Let us know. Yeah, let us know on Twitter. But that's the uh, that's the end of our podcast. That's the end of this, this session of the Slim Basketball Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Shane Smith, Davidson, and we hope you guys tune in next week for some more basketball talks.